Hello, and welcome to 8 Minutes to Ageless, the podcast committed to teaching you the minimalistic approach to becoming bold and not old. On this 20-minute weekly podcast, you will learn how to care for your body and mind while spending the bare minimum amount of time to be successful. I know that life is full, so full that we tend to put our own needs on the back burner and in some cases are simply too confused to figure out what to do, so we do nothing. This podcast is designed to help you leave regrets behind and start caring for yourself, no matter your age, so you can grow older and like it, and I might say even love it. My name is Dr. Kelly Pearson, and I am the host of this podcast. I'm a practicing chiropractic physician and author of Eight Minutes to Ageless. Over the past 40 years, my patients have taught me so much about what not to do that I finally just had to get this book written and podcast started. But before we begin, I want to thank all of you who have read my book and keep sending me inspiring comments that you're getting your life back. That makes all the difference and makes me smile. Hello there, this is Kelly Beck. I am happy to be back talking to y'all. I was in Mexico for about eight days and it, it always works out well that something happens and I figure out what I need to talk about. <laughs> when I was down in Mexico, I was doing these crazy things on the flying trapeze. I, I like to be the oldest girl uh, on, that, on the flying trapeze, which is very easy to do at age 64. And every year I learn a new trick. And this particular trick had me doing a lot of crazy things with my body that um, because of gravity, I was doing some things that my body wasn't quite used to. And so I stressed my uh, spine out a little bit. And a couple of days after I got home, I woke up about three in the morning with the weirdest and the worst headache I've ever had. And, uh, you know, and when you're in healthcare, you think, oh, the worst headache you've ever had is either an aneurysm or it's a brain tumor and life as you know, it is over. You get up at three in the morning, you're not thinking clearly anyway. Um, but I started thinking back about how I had kind of torqued the dura of my spine. And we'll talk about that in a minute. And so after I got over my hysteria that it wasn't a brain tumor, I started using the techniques I recommend to my patients. And um, interestingly, when you actually start doing what you say works, uh, well, good, good things happen. But I put together a 10-step a, a protocol for people with headaches. And, you know, when I was down in Mexico, I always use this time, my holiday is the time to reflect on, on my, um, my passion, my mission, the reason I exist. And while I've used different vernacular over the, over the years, it came very clear to me that what gets me excited is uh, allowing people to have a sense of power over their own body, over their own pain, over their own dysfunction. And, so that's why I sat down and wrote this, this piece about headaches. I'm going to be sharing some of the points with you today. On the show notes, I have the full PDF with the 10 points. Because, listen, we are often miserable and we don't have to be, but we just don't know what to do. Or we really don't believe there's something that can be done, which is even worse yet. So I want to share with you a couple things that um, headaches respond well to. Now, of course, there's a caveat that yes, aneurysms and brain tumors can create horrible headaches, or if you're throwing a, a clot into your brain, it really, really extraordinarily hurts, and there's nothing that changes that, in which case you go directly to the emergency room, but that's 99.9% .9 of headaches are not that. Um, 
and you've got to try these basic things first before you get hysterical. I will say this, that if you have an aneurysm that burst, your headache is so ridiculous, you can't even stand up. So, you know, you're not going to be trying other things except for calling 911. All right. So one of the first things you have to recognize is number one cause of headaches is dehydration. And if you have been drinking things that cause your body to let go of fluid, which basically is everything besides water, first thing you do is you go and you get room temperature water and you get two glasses, two eight to 10 ounce glasses, and you just simply chug it. He's like, I don't like water. Well, get over it. I don't like pain. Chug the water. It's the best painkiller ever and can be over a period of 15, 20 minutes really ameliorate your discomfort. Second, um, while I'm not that girl that supports drug use first, always with a notable headache, start with a very benign medication, aspirin. I mean, aspirin comes from willow bark naturally and the um, basically... Um, the component of willow bark is one of the components that create aspirin. And uh, typically aspirin in uh, low doses don't do anything bad. It's just the regular use of aspirin that can cause some breakdown of the stomach. But get three, three aspirin, depending on the size of your body, two if you're smaller, and drink that with your third glass of water. And then you have to wait at least 20 minutes for it to kick in. But while you're waiting... Think about this. If you've been experiencing some intense tightness of your body as of late, like I was from my flying trapeze trick, um, I knew I needed to add some magnesium. Now, magnesium is one of the mineral salts that our body needs to survive. And we typically get those from vegetables through the soil. But I'm a big, big, big fan of electrolytes that contain the proper ratio of mineral salts. And magnesium being one that does function as a muscle relaxant, you need to take you to magnesium or there's products like Calm that has magnesium predominantly or an electrolyte. My favorite is Light Balance, L-Y-T-E Balance. You can buy it online. Fabulous electrolyte, no sugar. And the maker of that, Tim Cunningham, is a guy that studied this for a long time and has all the proper ratios of all the mineral salts. So you can't go wrong with that. And I always have some on hand and I start my day with it, to be honest with you. Now, if you, if you suspect you ate something funky um, as a cause of this headache, which can well be the uh, etiology of some headaches, then have had some, having had some foresight, hopefully you will have pick up some activated charcoal, which is not briquettes, but something you can buy in, in the health food store. And you can take a couple, three of those guys. And what they do is they absorb toxins in your belly. Like if you had food poisoning, this is a great strategy as well, of um, picking up those toxins in the tummy. And that's going to take a few minutes to kick in as well. But I, I, I will throw the kitchen sink at a headache. And so these are all the things I did um, the other night. And I'm happy to say that within 30 minutes, my headache pain that I was certain was a brain tumor was completely gone. So the other thing you want to think about is this. If you think you are constipated, like not having a bowel movement for more than a day, most people think that going three or four days is okay. It is not. Um, constipation is a huge cause of headaches consistently. And one of my absolute best strategies for constipation outside of eating fiber and drinking water is to take some castor oil, which you should also have on hand in your emergency supply. I'm not going to ask you to drink it. Apply it to a 
a cloth, wool, or otherwise, uh, um, big enough cloth that covers the size of your lower abdomen, lay on your back, put that cloth on your belly, and then take a heating pad that you can plug in because a rice bag won't keep it warm for an hour. And you really need about an hour of just putting that little critter on your tummy um, for an hour. And it's interesting that castor oil has an incredibly um, beneficial effect when it comes to constipation and particularly the warm heat. And you can actually start to get the bowels moving. If you want to augment that, you can take your hand on top, on top of your heating pad and just kind of gently rub your two, your two hands, your fingers intertwined in what we call, um, it would be a clockwise fashion as you look down onto your stomach. And that is the direction by which your colon moves. That can be really, really helpful. Now, you don't want to start with that because you want to be doing the movement that I'll be talking about next before you lay down. Don't just lay down with a headache. That's absolutely one of the worst things you can do is being still, even though if people say, oh, gosh, should I move my head pounds? That, my friends, is a sure tell sign that you are dehydrated. So if the beer or the wine or the coffee or the pop that you had all day long is kicking your butt, you need to get that water in or, you know, headaches just have a heck of a time going away in a dehydrated person. And if you wonder if you are, if, if your urine is light yellow in the morning, you're kicking it. You're doing really, really well. If, you're if your urine is yellow, dark yellow, anytime during the day, that's not good. You are definitely dehydrated. Now, the one caveat is if you've taken vitamin B, um, B will turn your, your urine within a half hour to uh, 60 minutes into a bright yellow. That's a different phenomena. So that's how one kind of figures out if they're dehydrated. Um, but the next piece I want to share with you is probably one of the most important in terms of physical movement, and that is to stretch your dura. Um, what is your dura? Your dura is like a nylon stocking um, that goes over your leg. Uh, women can relate to that. Um, men certainly have seen nylon stockings in the past. It seems to be a thing of the past, but like tights, if you will. But the dura is like that tight that goes around your head and all the way around your spinal cord and ultimately connects to your tailbone. And that dura houses spinal fluid, but it can get stuck and it can get restricted and it can cause spinal immobility, which can cause headaches. So you want to stretch that dura. And in, in my book, Eight Minutes to Ageless, I have a chapter on that. As a matter of fact, if you want to look at a video to see me stretching the dura standing, you can go to 8minutestoageless.com and scroll down until you see the dural stretch video. And again, this is, will be in the show notes. But um, my husband actually is the guy who reminded me of the power of this when my headache was pounding and I thought I was dying. And, and that is to get in the shower, sit down in the shower, and pull your knees to your chest and drop your head way, way, way down. Now that position right there is stretching that dura and you want to have that dura, again, that, that tissue that's going from your brain, uh, around your brain to your tailbone, you wanna have it maximally stretched while you're trying to stretch it and put the water source as hot as you can stand it on your lower neck or upper neck for at least three, four, five minutes. And don't do anything except hang out there 
and breathe. And you'll be surprised how quickly the pain starts to calm down. Now, let's say you don't have a shower, you can't get your hair wet, your, your headaches in the middle of the day or something, you can stretch that dura as, as, as I mentioned in my video. Um, you can see that again, eight minutes to ageless.com. You can do that standing. And so how that happens is while you're standing, you drop your head down and you let your arms heavy and you slowly, slowly unwind your spine. So first your head drops and then your upper back bends and then your lower back bends until finally your hands are approximating your feet and you just hang out there. And if you go slowly, you're going to target the dura and you might go, oh, there's a little tension there, a little pulling there. That's okay. Just hang with it and breathe and stretch and let go. What's critical is when you come up out of that position, you come up as slowly as you went down, taking 30 seconds or so, one vertebra at a time, one vertebra at a time, so that your head actually is the last thing that pops up. You may have to do that two or three times to really get that dura to stretch. If you're cold, uh, not so good. Get a nice sweater on, get something warm on. If you can throw a rice bag around your neck, um, that would be awesome as well. So stretching that dura is super, super critical. Now, when you've done all that stuff, uh, you might decide you wanna throw a little topical anesthetic on your neck like BioFreeze or Bengay or even some CBD ointments, that's always useful. And, and then get a rice, a warm rice bag that you can stick in your microwave for 60 to 80 seconds. And then sit yourself in a chair comfortably as you can. I like to sit cross-legged because it helps to stretch the dura. I'll put that heating source around my neck. And that's when I start doing my deep, deep belly breathing. Because when you do your belly breathing, you are mitigating the stress in your neck because your respiratory muscles um, aren't doing all the extra work and your neck can relax. But then the last tip that I share with you is this, that probably the most important, but probably the most important, and that is to trust. And if you're a person of faith, and I hope that you are, this is the time with which you ask God for help. And that more importantly, when you're asking for that help, you are grateful in the same moment that your prayer will be answered. So important to be grateful in advance. And, um, you know, 99.9% .9 of the time that headache will go away when you do these correct things. And then as you progress and feel better, the worst thing to do is eat food that's high in sugar or processed or crappy food. No good. You want to give your body nutrition. You don't want to aggravate the situation. You want to drink your water. You want to stay away from icky beverages. Now, interestingly, coffee that does have caffeine can help mitigate headaches as well, but you don't want to overdo that. And you certainly, if you're trying to get back to sleep, let's say at three in the morning, you don't want to try coffee, although Excedrin has caffeine in it. So you don't want to take that at night if you're uh, if you're trying to get some sleep. So those are my fabulous ten tips that you'll find on on the show notes, and um, I really love it when I get to go through an experience of pain, and I get to apply the things I know darn well exist. Um, but we all listen. We all get scared when we're in pain. We all think the worst. Even even I do at times, and it's a little bit embarrassing, but. The, the point is your body is extraordinary. And if you give it movement, you give it breath, you give it water, you give it some things that normalize your electrolytes and, and maybe give it a little head start with, with some aspirin. Um, 
and make sure that your tummy's happy if you've been if you've eaten something funky or your your belly starts to move so you can actually have good bowel movements and that helps reduce the headache pain. So I hope this has been helpful. Um, always happy to talk about ways that you can feel empowered or you wake up with your child with a headache, you can help them take some action steps. Nothing worse than having pain and not knowing what to do. So I thank you guys, as always, for your excellent attention and look forward to talking to you soon. In keeping with my minimalistic approach to life, I keep this podcast short and only add the most critical points, not adding fluff. So for today, we are done, but I hope you will do a few minutes of the good stuff we talked about. If you have not picked up the book, you can get it on Amazon. The website, 8minutestoageless.org, will have the show notes and any videos that I mentioned on this podcast. I thank you for spending your precious 20 minutes with me. And as always, you can reach out and contact me via the website. Remember, one day at a time, you are getting bolder and not older. I look forward to seeing you next week.